I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Business Boost podcast. And today I am introducing you to another one of the very, very, very wise women in my world, the video ninja herself, Rebecca Saunders. Rebecca is someone who, like me, likes to take the pain out of running a business and one of the things that causes unnecessary pain for business owners is showing up on camera. I love Beck so much because she basically walks her talk. She shows us that even though she is a pro who has access to incredible tech and a decked out studio in Sydney, she shows us how we can show up really simply and really easily and take the pain out of video content creation as business owners because everyone's saying it and it's kind of true that video is where it's at right now but there is so much resistance around this it freaks people out and in our chat today Rebecca is sharing some really 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 useful tips to make that whole process so much easier for you we talk about the roadblocks and how to overcome them we talk about tech and how people don't need to spend a fortune to look fabulous on camera she has some really really good hacks for showing up confidently we also talk a little bit actually about social media and what sort of video has done um, and whether it's like a bit of a double-edged sword for business owners. And then we also go completely off topic and chat about her recent visit to Sir Richard Branson's Necker Island. I am including all the links to Rebecca if you want more of her in your life in the show notes. She is midway through her launch of her video accelerator program as this episode goes to air. So because she's doing that launch, she is also doing stacks more uh, social media content this week. So if you love our chat, you are going to want to get even more of Rebecca, connect with her on social media after you have listened to our interview. So sit back and enjoy my chat with Rebecca Saunders. Rebecca, thank you so much for joining me today on Your Business Boost. Thanks for having me. It's exciting. Oh, oh, I'm so excited to have you here because you are like, well, as as it says on your on your Zoom title, the video ninja, you are the absolute queen of making showing up on camera easy for mm. all of us. I love how you walk your talk. I love that, right, you know, our, our listeners can't see this, but you're recording this from home, even though you have access to the most amazingly sophisticated studio in Sydney. Um, so I would love 
the, you know, the reason that I wanted to get you on here today is obviously because showing up on camera is such a pain point for <laughs> many of us. And yeah. you are just so clever at, so I guess like hacking our way around, like making this a lot easier for us. Yeah. So I would love for you to share some of your tips for showing up on camera with confidence. Mm, I love that. So look, I think number one, Michelle, and you've heard me talk about it a few times and people hate that this is number one for me. It's practice, right? Ah. It sounds so <laughs> simple, but it is. It's, it's one of those things that um, practice is always going to make it better, right? So I liken camera confidence and confidence in front of the camera and confidence in filming to a muscle like confidence is the muscle that you've got to keep pumping so that you can grow it so that it gets stronger so with that in mind if you sort of take that as the baseline and then add into it that as humans we're not programmed to like the sound of our own voice and be really self-critical in the way that we look if you take those two side by side you can see why people get really quite confronted when it comes to, to filming, because they'll film one thing and look at themselves and go, oh, is that how my face looks? Or my eye goes the funny thing, or I tilt my head to the left <laughs> or whatever it is. Yes. You know, we all do it. One of the tricks that I've done, and I was just literally earlier today talking to someone else about it now, uh, talking to someone else similar about it, was I never watch any of my content back. Like I never listen to my own podcast recordings. You know, it's one of those things that was the, the hack for me in terms of getting over that. Oh, what if no one will listen? Well, if I've listened to it and I'm going to pick it apart, it will never go out into the world, you know? So provided, you know, I'll say that on the proviso that provided you haven't waffled, mm. provided you haven't, you know, said something utterly ridiculous, film the content, send it to a team member, send it to someone else to edit it and put it out. And just once it's done, just take your hands off it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a great hack. Like, yeah, putting some kind of barrier between you and the the actual distribution of that content. Because, um, yes, like you said, we are our own worst critics, and often, like, we'll go, oh, you know, I don't, you know, I sound like an idiot, or I, you know, I don't like the way that I looked, or you know, I didn't have enough lippy on, or whatever. Mm. And then, but everyone else doesn't notice that because they're just no. listening to actually what you have got to say yeah no one notices that at all and you know we are our own worst critic in that mind so mm -hmm. if you give yourself the ability to let yourself off the hook and remember that we're all human you know it then gives you the freedom to find your own style and find your own groove in front of the camera so um, I talk a lot about being a Sean so being Sean the sheep Sean you know, the sheep <laughs> um, you know he just has his own groove does his own thing you yeah. know he doesn't necessarily need to follow or be like everybody else. So when you're looking and being inspired by people around you in the video space, you know, they've crafted their own style. They've practiced for a long period of time. So don't be comparing your day zero with their sort of year five, year 10, because you're never going to get to that point in one go. You, you just, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I love, I, I don't know, I don't know if it's some kind of uh, thing lately, but I have seen a lot of people sharing um, like their day one. Oh, so the people, yeah, the people that were, you know, yeah. that are five years in or three years in or whatever, and they're showing, yeah, what they looked like and how it was. Um, you know, I love when people are recording like reels or stories or whatever, a lot of promo pieces for their 
courses or whatever, and they share those clips of all of the bloopers. Like I just, I love that because everyone has bloopers. Everyone Everyone does. does. I know. It's um, it's, it's one of those things that just, as as soon as you can give yourself permission for that to be okay, Mm. then then what really is going to stop you from putting that content out there? Um, As business owners, we are experts in the field of what we do. You know, people are coming to listen to that expertise. So, you know, get out of your own way and give them that expertise in the format that they want. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're right. Like, it's not like you actually, you know, I remember what people say. I don't go, Oh, she was wearing a blah, blah. When she, when she said that <laughs> thing. So do you think that, you know, obviously the advent of, 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 you know, reels and TikTok and all of that kind of thing where, where content isn't as pot, like it, it, it just isn't as polished as say, you know, for like dinosaurs like me, where everything was like on television and things were, mm-hmm. you know, scripted and filmed with, you know, huge budgets and all of that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, do you think that having those, that, that short, sharp, you know, quick, you know, churn and burn kind of content has made it easier for people to show up in a less polished way? Or do you think that it's actually made it harder? Because I think it's probably made it harder. Yeah, okay. So and it can go one of two ways. I mean, if you're already used to creating content mm. and I am used to creating content, right? Yes, because that's your, that's your, my that's jam. your jam. What that's I do, your thing, yeah. Reels still blow my mind, oh. you know, about oh. how, what like I don't sit and scroll through them. I'm not a consumer of them it baffles me to try and get into the headspace of being able to make them, you know, I'll make them, but it's something that I've got to consciously do, even as someone that creates content. Oh, really, really, That is easy. like, that is just so comforting to right? hear. And I'm sure like our listeners right now are probably just going, oh my God. Like, so it's even baffling for her. Well, it, it, it's a whole yeah. new skill, yeah. right? Reels are a whole new skill that I've I'm learning, you know, Mm. I know the basics of all the production. I'm a decade ahead of most people in my video journey, but I've still got to learn it. I've got to learn how to do the little tweaking at the bottom to make sure it hits to the sound of the beat. And quite frankly, if I was to do that, I'd rather get my team to do it because they could do it in a heartbeat. Right. And then I just upload it, but Mm. that's not what the platform wants me to do. Mm. And so when I say it's more complicated, most, most business owners just need to create those regular bits of content for their audience. And I feel that social media content in a way is getting in the way of actually people delivering business basics as content. You know, those thought leadership pieces, the FAQ questions, um, so frequently asked questions that you can record and put on your website. You know, those simple client testimonial pieces. Those can be recorded really simply and you know, even through to course content and educational content where actually it just needs you to know how to use your camera, know how to get the lighting right, know that audio is important, how to fix it without spending a lot of money and a lot of time. Yeah. And that's what's going to give you a lot of business growth, you know, for the majority of businesses. Yeah. The majority of them. Yeah. Yeah. Social media stuff, you can play with those reels and the stories and all the different formats. But if you're just starting your video journey now, Reels isn't the place to start unless, you're, unless your audience is watching them. Yeah, got it. 
Mm. Where where would where would we start? Like if you know if if it was a if it was a never done before, I'd be I'd always get people to start on their twelve frequently asked questions. Uh huh. The questions that people are consistently asking you that you're consistently on repeat answering. Yep. Because that can be, you know, when you write those down and record them, that could be one video a month. It could be one video a week for a quarter. Yeah. And they're questions that people are constantly asking you. Yeah. And it's probably the stuff you could talk about standing on your ear. Like, you know, it's just that, that let's just, this is the stuff I could riff about forever. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So if you're just going to basic starting point, that's just, mm. that's your starting level. Yeah. Yeah, if you then want to take that up a notch, they're your topics for your live streams. Yeah. For your Facebook lives or your LinkedIn lives or whatever. Yeah. Same topics. Yeah. You know, so it's just sort of meeting it where you're at and where you need to be and not trying to be all things to all people. Yes. That's really wise words because yeah, you can spend hours fiddling around with reels, but actually you know, are your ideal customers watching reels? Are they engaging with them? Do they even care that you are dancing and pointing? Mm. Maybe not. So that's great. So you talked, I love, you know, that you talked about the the importance of practice because Mm. um, I think, uh, so many people, yeah, it's just like, like you said, that muscle. What are some of the other like blocks that show up for people when it comes to yeah, showing up on camera with confidence. Yeah, I think, look, we've hit number one in the fact yeah. that people don't like how they look and sound. Yeah. Um, the second one is predominantly, what do I say? Well, you can take those frequently asked questions and we've just solved that one. Yeah. So that's a win. Yeah. And then the third one is, you know, I just, I don't know, I even know where to start with this equipment. Like what, like, what do I do? I was going to ask about tech. Um, yeah. It's the tech stuff that trips mm. people up. Yeah. And so, you know, I have a, I been in the industry now for what a decade I film with the big cameras you know, have a film studio in the city and as you said at the beginning I do all of my presentations and all of my personal recordings outside of my online program that gets recorded with the team um, by myself at home in my studio using not much more than a webcam and a window like yeah. that's it and, and the, the reason for that is I to show people that it can be done if you know how to use the tools that you have. And so I remember someone messaging me on Instagram saying that chip that you told me about Google on your computer screen, she says, I can now film in my camper van and it's not a problem. I know. And that, yes, that is. (laughs) So for those of you that haven't heard that hack from me, um, I am a huge advocate for not having to spend a lot of cash on equipment while you don't need to. Mm. And so for that lighting, for that nice, even light, just to put a blank Google screen or a blank white screen on your computer with the brightness turned up really bright can just make the di- such a difference on the way you look on, on camera yep. if you're filming on Zoom or with a webcam or something like that. So that's my sneaky hack that I think has changed such a lot a of a great people. hack. I mean, yeah, Re- Rebecca shared that um, with um, my wing woman group uh, when she presented a masterclass to us and I just watched everyone and it's so funny because obviously I, I meet with them all one-on-one on Zoom yes. and I can tell that they've been doing it because it's like, oh, all of a sudden you look That's bright great. and shiny. But it does, it works. And there was another um, hack that you also shared about the Zoom, the Zoom backgrounds as well and the fact that they like how much 
much um, memory power. power they they chew up on on computers, which obviously I you know no yeah. one didn't know about. So people wouldn't know. It's 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 those green screens, all the gimmicks, right? Yes. The gimmicks that people go, that's going to look fun. Yeah, and then it gets fun for one or two meetings. But if you're putting it out in a professional environment, those green screens and those fake backgrounds take an awful lot of computer power. Mm. And so, you know, your computer power, if it draws it away from um, the recording of the content, the quality of the video, the quality of your live stream, if you're recording an interview on Zoom like we are now, you know, that drags all the power away from where you need it to be. So it's about it's almost energy management, but for your computer, right? For your computer, yeah, yeah. and then saves it so that you, the the quality of what we want to capture is top notch. Exactly. So, um, yeah. so so sorry, Beck. Just back to the tech. So I love those like the little beginner things that you yeah. that you shared. What if we were to go? Okay, we, we've done the beginner thing. If we're just ready to do that level up, like because again, yeah. often when we level up, that's when we go to town well I need to buy everything Um, (laughs) what what would be some of your recommendations to have in our kit if we're sort of just up from that next level yeah so you know if your starting point is your mobile phone yeah your next setup up is going to be a a decent webcam I would say because it's still small and I say it in that way because a lot of people don't have the luxury of setting and forgetting a space to film yes right a lot of people don't have that luxury. So we've got to, when I'm talking about equipment, it's about equipment that can pack up small and also be really easy to set up again. So if you just want to level up to that, that webcam, uh, I, I use personally use the Logitech Brio 4K webcam, a little ring light or a little LED light and a basic lapel microphone. So a lapel microphone is the one that you would attach to your traditionally a lapel, right? Of a, yeah. of a shirt. Um, and then stepping up from that, you're looking at more of a, a digital camera, you know, a video camera. Um, Canon does a really good one that has a flip screen that enables you to flip the screen up so that you can see yourself and get in the right position. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can continue filming. So, in fact, I've got all of this in a download, which I think I shared uh-huh. with your group before. But if you go to rebeccasaunders.com forward slash DIY, mm-hmm. I've got a download there that's the five things you must have on any budget. So it goes from like zero, zero to yes. tens of thousands of dollars. But what what are the stages in between and how yes, you can Yes, don't, you don't, yes. If you're starting out, you do not need to go and spend 10 grand on equipment. Not at all. Not um, but at all. yeah, but obviously, you know, if you're filming stacks of content and that is, you know, a very enormous part of your business, then. Then I would go no, the middle tier. It's, yeah, and yeah. it's worth knowing what to progress to, but I will share the link to that download yeah. in the in the notes. So what are your sort of thoughts on like the stuff that we get a little bit fixated on, like, you know, thinking that my background you know needs to be a green screen it needs to look like you know what what is it architectural digest kind of background (laughs) but what are the things that 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 we worry about that no one really cares about but also on the flip side that maybe we don't pay quite enough attention to that perhaps we should be on the lookout for when we're creating video content that's a good one so I think one of the things that people forget particularly when they're starting out is the eyeline piece oh okay yeah That's going to be number one, because it doesn't matter what your background looks like. So if we go, if we just take it to what people forget to do, they forget to actually look at the camera because they're too busy sort of looking at notes or looking around and it feels awkward to look Mm. at the camera. Mm. 
So, you know, little hacks for that. Shrink everything to the top of your screen if you're using a webcam. Yeah. You know, make sure you're using the back camera of your phone if you're using a mobile phone. It stops you looking at yourself. Because as soon as you look at yourself, you've moved your eyeline away. Post-it notes that say, look here, like an arrow. <laughs> Whatever it needs to happen. Yeah. Keeping your eyeline is, is, is number one. And, and the reason for that is if you're looking down the barrel of the camera, the audience watching you will feel as though you're connecting to them specifically. Yep. One person. One yeah. person. And yeah. you can do one person to many in this format. So eyeline is number one. The background in terms of what the room around you looks like, fundamentally, you're wanting it as clean and as undistracting as possible, right? Yes. So right now I've got just a plain white background because when I'm recording my own content, I do little snazzy stuff in the background that puts a pink board around it and makes my white background look really snazzy. Mm. I'm lucky to have a white wall that I can do that with and a room that I've set my desk up in a very unfunctional way, way yeah. um, for it to work <laughs> in a filming capacity. Yeah. If you don't have that, you know, well, if you have an office environment, for example, mm. and you've got a bookshelf behind you, make it look nice. Yeah. You know, tidy it up, make the books all nice and uniform. Make sure there's nothing on there that goes against your brand. You know, make you know, put things on there that go with your brand. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. And then if you're if you're working off the kitchen bench, or working anywhere, you know, and you don't want people to see your background or it's a bit messy, the best investment that some of my clients have ever done is the pop-up material banners. Right. So not the pop-up ones that the rolly ones that you see at like conventions. Yeah. Um, because They'll, you know, they look a bit daggy now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, material pop-up backgrounds. Yeah. And you can you can get them online, you can get them in different colors, but just a solid background that can just go behind them. Yeah. The material's matte, so it doesn't mm. shine the light. Mm-hmm. It can be any brand color and you can put it up anywhere and cover your background. Yeah. Yeah. That would if I was investing in something to hide stuff behind me, I'd be That's doing what that. you do. Yeah. Because yeah, often we can find ourselves in environments where we're recording where we can't control the background and um you know and I was going to ask you about that like just that sort of work from anywhere like our ability to work from anywhere um and and carry our little kit bag around so yeah and I think provided you've got the eye line right and you know you haven't positioned yourself in a place where a pot plant's sticking out the top of your head you know or (laughs) you've got a mirror in the background that can watch your other half walking from the shower you know (laughs) as long as you're just mindful of those things it can, you know, you can get away pretty much with anything, anything behind you. Yeah. Um, just try thinking outside the box. And that's, that's round. When I say outside the box, you don't have to necessarily sit at the desk in the hotel room, right? Like they're normally sat in the darkest, dingiest of places in the mm-hmm. room, yeah. you know, again, down to safety. Like I was, yes. You know, as long as it's all done safely and you're not going to cause any drama with tripping over cables or anything like that, put your laptop on top of a chair, on top of a table and stand at it with a nicer background to it or sit in a coffee shop and use Jenga blocks. Like I've done that before Um, just to get it right and get the eyeline right. So your camera angle is correct because as long as you look good, the background isn't going to be a huge like impact yes. on your audience and that's what you want you want that you want you to stand out you don't you want, want your you background to stand to out that's what I like I mean I commented when you came on camera because you yeah. have you, you've moved in your home office um but it's yeah this great it's just a white wall but you like you've got gorgeous 
pink lippy and nails and everything and it just pops but of course you know it doesn't matter because I'm I only care about what you're talking about you know what I mean exactly. so it's like but, yeah so that's actually a good point yeah. there, Michelle because you're right I have got the pink nails I have got the pink lipstick but that's what I would do normally like yes. I haven't put it on just for this video my nails are always pink yeah I'm always on brand and actually I always have the pink lipstick yeah unless I'm exercising mm. in the first thing in the morning yeah. um I've always got it on yeah you know so it's not something that I have put on for a camera face yeah. and I think that's also something to be mindful of when mm. creating content is people feel that they have to dress up or be a different version of themselves to create the content and if you're trying to do that do it to an extent I mean I'm all for hair and makeup to make you feel fabulous I do yeah. preach that a lot yeah but if you're trying to put on a persona for the camera that's not you gosh that's exhausting it's exhausting especially you know? if you're creating you know tons of content all you know every week every month of the whole year that's a lot to uphold exactly right so mm -hmm. if you're creating those polished bits of content for an online program or for your website then yeah. you know dress up much nicer put a mm -hmm. bit of your hair and makeup put a thought into what you're wearing but if you're doing Instagram stories or something that is a little bit more casual, be okay with not showing up with your makeup on if that's who you are. Yeah. You know, don't feel that you've got to put on, for me, big lashes, big lipstick if that's not who you are. It's who yeah. I am. I, yeah. I love doing it. It brings me joy. Yeah. Um, but don't, you know, don't, if you put that in place, if you start putting that on yourself, you're never going to go on camera. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know about you, but some gems just come to me in the most random of places that I yeah. just want to share exactly you know, or document. Yeah. So yeah. once you get comfortable in your skin, you have your own style. That's when it's, it's really okay to jump on camera anywhere. Yeah. And that's what I, I love so much about you too, is that you share that behind the scenes. So, you know, the yeah. what's going on behind the camera. So I love you. I've seen stories of yours <laughs> before in, you know, hotel rooms and random places where like the Jenga, like, you know, there's something balancing on, five, you know, five books, there's my laptop, there's the mic. Like you, you show us how, you know, regular folks who are not video ninjas like you yeah. can actually achieve this, um, which is brilliant. So but something that you that you have recently done that I want, I was busting to talk to you about, and I thought I'll save it for the interview, is you have just returned from Necker Island. Uh -huh. um, and I I just I just want to like, I want to know everything. I want to know <laughs> what really like what it was like as 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 an experience, but also what you're what your biggest takeaway was from that mm. trip. As a trip, as a place to go, you genuinely are walking into someone's home, right? Again, I know people say that. For people that don't know what Necker Island is, um, Necker Island is Sir Richard Branson's island that he purchased I don't know, when it's mid-20s, early 20s. Um, he lives on it and you can, you know, if you get invited along, go to business leadership retreats on the island mm -hmm. and so it, it genuinely is like being at someone's home and I think that is what is so grounding I think right. about it is you know hotels when you go to retreats and do things there's a hustle and bustle of just everyone around you and just a certain energy of a hotel environment I think but being somewhere completely different where it is just you yeah. And the people that you're with and the few staff members that are around to make the experience run. Yeah. 
there's no one else on that island. There's there's no one else within like a 45 minute radius of of where you are. Wow. It's pretty incredible. It's an incredible space. It's got an incredible energy around it. And I think in being so relaxed and casual in that way gives you the space to think and be creative. Yeah. Which I think was probably for me, one of the bigger takeaways was giving myself permission to have that space. Yeah. Um, because we pack our lives full of so much stuff, mm-hmm. so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we put boundaries in place and we always move our own things and forget our own self-care to sort of cater for others. And for me, I went with the ability, with the intention of having space and giving myself space to have conversations I wouldn't necessarily be privy to right um and one of those things for me was I'm really curious to see what type of people so which type what type of women yeah invest that amount of time and money in themselves Mm. who are they Mm. you know like I'm really curious to see who does that um and also you know the obviously the perks of having we had the perks of having you know Sir Richard himself around and having chats and showing up at breakfast and just having a chat you know so there was nothing forced in any of it it was all just so natural and the conversations were just at a different energy level which was for me one of the biggest things is that space and that giving space to those conversations wow yeah that's incredible um yeah yeah there's a lot to process when you put yourself into sort of that deeper work um Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things I think from a you know one of conversations that we had as a group with Richard at the time. And he talked about keep your eyes open for opportunities because you can always do things better than others. Yeah. I thought, oh, okay, well, yes, obviously that's the background of of Virgin and the Virgin group, Mm -hmm. but just Mm -hmm. hearing it again in a different format, in a different way, you're like, huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can do things in a different way and think outside the box and change the groups of the conversations that you're in and consistently leveling up, which I think is really exciting. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm just, uh, yeah, I think it's awesome that you, that you made that, that investment in yourself and you've obviously, yeah, reaped or was, I mean, you are glowing, um, (laughs) but, and I think, yeah, you mean, you've literally just back as well. So probably like still processing. Less than a week. Um, Definitely still processing it. Yeah. And you know what, putting yourself in an environment like that, there were people from all around the world. Uh So, you know, I, very fortunate as as are as are you and the networks that we work in and talk in you know we've got some incredible people around us and then the incredible group just expanded for me globally on a global level which again is different ways of thinking from different areas of the world and that's that was what excited me the most which we've missed for the last couple of years right so yeah just sort of shoehorned into our little yeah very 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 and that's the thing that I'm most excited about with with you know travel opening up again is just that and you know what you said about there not being anyone around and you know you were just in this bubble but it was an it was an incredible bubble and obviously you know, opened you up to that limitless thinking because mm. there was nothing else to distract you other than Absolutely. what you were, other than the flamingos. The <laughs> flamingos, definitely. I didn't know they could fly. They actually can. Um, and the lemurs. lemurs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're the best little creatures I've ever had the experience of playing with. Yeah. 
They're so, very little, very cute. <laughs> oh, well, I absolutely loved following along. I was like going, I need to see the daily update. It was brilliant. Yeah. So, oh, well done. Oh, That's you. so cool. Um, Tell me, I always ask my guests um, mm. before we wrap up to leave our listeners with a recommendation of something that will boost their life or their business. So something you've watched, read, listened to, eaten, what would your recommendation be? That's an interesting one. I think for, for me, I tend to watch a lot of reruns, Michelle, yeah. of things yes. that I've seen before because it means mm. I can think about other things. But yes. um, in terms of reading, and I can't remember the exact title of the book, um, Ronnie Kahn's latest book, Phenomenal. For those of you that don't know Ronnie Kahn, Ronnie Kahn's the founder of Oz Harvest and just her memoirs. It's like, it's a book about her life and the history of Oz Harvest and bringing her vision to life and how she's actually managed to bring on such big corporates into the world of, you know, saving food and oh. feeding, feeding the hungry is mind-blowing. And She's amazing. She's incredible. Mean. Incredible. And I haven't read a book, Michelle, cover to cover in a day since Harry Potter. And wow. I nailed that one in a day. It oh. had me gripped. Brilliant. Yeah. I will put the link to that in the show notes. That sounds like a good one because, yeah, I think she is She is just a, a saint. She is an incredible was, yeah. human being. Highly recommend done. that one. Amazing. That's so cool. Thank you for that recommendation. So, Tell our listeners how we can get more Rebecca in our lives. How can how we you connect get with more you? of me? So <laughs> to connect with me, I'm on all social platforms at the Rebecca Saunders. Yep. There is only one of me. So the Rebecca Saunders. Um, you can find me online at my website where all of my resources, all of my programs are rebeccasaunders.com. Mm -hmm. And if you want more of those little tips and tricks and essentially me in your pocket to help you along the way, be sure to check out the video accelerator that's my plug-in for all businesses uh, when it comes to implementing video. So yeah, have a look at that one. That's brilliant. It is literally, yes, the, the, the contents of Rebecca's brain wrapped up in a program. Um, so I'll put all the links to that in the show notes, but that's open right now. So, you know, just jump online and, and check it out. If you are loving what Rebecca has shared and you have shared so much brilliance, thank you so much <laughs> for coming along. I've really enjoyed our chat. Um, I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for having me. You're thanks for sharing some of your day with me today i hope it's given you a little boost to continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode visit michellebroadbent.com.au and if you want to give me a boost you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends speak soon speak soon